screen are going up. A football league club for the first time in their history. It's third time looking in the playoffs. Welcome to the Heavens Devils podcast, a Forest Green Rovers podcast by two millennial Americans who don't really know what they're talking about. My name is Nathan. This is Sean. Heavens Devils podcast. T-minus two days until the phenomenal fun of the playoffs begins. Let's go! T-minus two days. Although, I guess it depends on when you're listening to this. Because if it's tomorrow, if it's Monday, (laughs) T-minus one day. If it's Tuesday, T-minus zero days. (laughs) If it's Friday, T-plus three days, I guess. But anyway, T-minus two days from today, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, And we totally blame England for having such an advanced and developed T-culture. We have no idea what's going on or when it is. All we know is that we're excited. I got to close the window before I record because New York don't know how to be quiet. I am so dang excited, Shimmy. I cannot wait. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tuesday, baby. How are you feeling, Shimmy? Playoffs. We got playoffs, B. Just so pumped uh, that playoffs. we have our destiny in our own hands. You know, we just have to win this tie. We make it to Wembley or possibly. Oh, man, that'd be so incredible. Actually, I caught the FA Cup final yesterday between Chelsea and Leicester. Oh, no, man. Night and day difference with having supporters at the ground at Wembley. It was just a rocking atmosphere. And I can't wait for that to be the case for Forest Green. Remember, supporters at the end of this month when we do this, when we get there. 100%. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, it's just so so much different. You've forgotten what it's like with fans because it's been so long and um, makes a world of difference. Uh, shimmy, man. Nothing like the playoffs, man. Hold on. I got a burp. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, uh, it's like a hiccup. Like when you yeah. know that it's coming yeah. and you call it out, then it doesn't come. All right. That's what happened here. Anyway, Shimmy, I'm feeling amazing. I'm so <laughs> excited. Uh, just so much hope, Shimmy. Anything can happen. I'm wearing my alien shirt, Shimmy. You see that? Oh, I see it. I see it. Let's cue, go. Cue, I'm rocking the, the alien cue, shirt. Love the shirt. Cue the X-Files themes. Stranger things Let's have go. happened. Then, uh, you know, seventh place. Playoff time. Or the sixth place, four Playoff screen. Ro- yeah. yeah. Stranger things have happened. Then sixth place, four screen rovers being promoted. But it's going to happen. Let's go. And that's why I got to rock the alien shirt, Shimmy. Love the alien it. shirt. My wife hates this shirt. <laughs> but I got to wear it for the playoffs, baby. Alien Love shirt it. time, baby. It's alien shirt season. Oh, shimmy. Shimmy shakes. Here we go, baby. What a week we have to look forward to. Yes. Tuesday at Newport. Next Sunday at the New Lawn. Back-to-back playoff games. Ah, This is what we wanted all season, shimmy. We've been saying it all season. We want to go to the playoffs. Who likes getting auto-promoted. That's no fun. Mm -mm. This is where all the fun is, Shimmy. And on today's pod, Shimmy, we got a great little pod here because we have Caitlin Bennett from Newport County on to teach a couple of morons like us a thing or two about Newport County to get us ready, to get us hyped for this match. She was awesome, Shimmy. Caitlin was awesome. Awful at giving out nicknames, but awesome in everything else. Massive thank you for rocking with us, Caitlin. Thank you! And a special shout-out to Caitlin, because this past weekend, the uh, hashtag HerGame2 to kick yeah. sexism out of uh, football and soccer was trending on Twitter for us, and uh, in the UK as well. So just awesome to see that movement get so much traction and, and get those views. 
Yeah, I messaged her right after, like, wait, you didn't tell us you were about to, like, blow up and be a celebrity. Because, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, we recorded, and then, like, a few hours later, all of a sudden, I, I see the video, Her Game 2 Initiative, uh, which is awesome. Awesome initiative, by the way. Yeah, uh, And I'm like, oh, my God, there's Caleb. We just, like, we just chatted with her. I felt, like, starstruck after the fact. Um, but the video got over a million views. Such a great initiative and so great to see that it's like reaching so many people. Um, and just very cool to see Caitlin, uh, you know, being, being a part of that. Caitlin was just so awesome. It just was awesome learning about our competitors, trying to get some uh, intel yeah. on them before this playoff. That's right. And she, she did give us some intel. So Jimmy Ball, stay tuned. We got everything you need to beat the Newport County Exile Ironsides, whatever they are. Thanks <laughs> to Caitlin. It was all a setup, Caitlin. <laughs> we, we brought you on so we could learn the secrets, pass them on to Jimmy Ball, listener Jimmy Ball. Uh, so thank you, Caitlin. But no, seriously, Caitlin, you were awesome. Minus giving nicknames. You were terrible at that. Yeah. But you were awesome at everything else. Yeah. Um, shout out JM. Shout out JM. Should, you know who you are. <laughs> that's right. We should, we should call Caitlin CB. Hey, there you go. Oh, CB. CB. Out, but, but anyway, Caitlin was awesome. Um, also, on this episode, we give our poorly informed... Uh, preview and take on the playoff tie and also with fans coming back into the ground but at limited capacity we work together to help a friend in need Chris Statman Latham we got to get him into the ground people we got to get him into the new lawn next Sunday the movement begins today the Chris Latham movement begins today we have to get Statman in the ground for the playoffs come hell or high water it's our duty FGR Nation, we got to work together on this. We need your ideas to get in. UK correspondent, Heaven's Devils UK correspondent, Chris Latham, into the ground. We we came up with some really stupid ideas today, uh, which we'll talk about in just a bit. Um, some some different schemes to get Chris Latham into the stadium, uh, even though he currently does not have a ticket. Um, so, But we, we are open to suggestions. We are open to ideas. So any ideas you have, please let us know. Cannot wait to chat with Chris about that in just a few minutes. Before we do though, Shimmy, what is our beer? I got the bad news this morning. Well, in honor of our I quest to get Statman and Jason into the ground, like you said, come hell or high water, we're gonna get him in. So today we're sipping on hell or high watermelon, a wheat Let's beer from 21st Amendment Brewery. 4.9% alcohol. So we're sipping on this on a warm, sunny day in New York City, hoping that uh, we can help Statman into those grounds and rep Heaven's Devils and rep all the supporters. Let's go. Perfect beer for a day like today. So cheers, Shimmy. Cheers to the playoffs. Oh my God. Cheers to this yeah. week. It's going to be awesome. Cheers to Caitlin for coming on and being awesome. Oh, a little aside, actually. Caitlin. Caitlin Bennett. Shimmy. Hmm. I knew when we were chatting with her, I was like, Caitlin Bennett, why does that name like ring a bell? Yeah, it sounds familiar, right? <laughs> so who is Caitlin Bennett, Shimmy, apart from all the Caitlin Bennett that we that we oh, just God. chatted with? Yeah, well, apart from the completely, um, you know, nice and knowledgeable Caitlin uh, Bennett that we met yesterday, there's a terrible social media star who's kind of like <laughs> a right wing uh, Second Amendment grifter in the United yeah. States. Gun whose girl. name is Yeah. Who's like uh, Caitlin? Is she from Ohio, Nathan? I, I don't. I don't mean to pin it not on only, you. Yeah. Yes. Not only is she from Ohio, she's from my area in Ohio. She's Ugh. from Southeast Ohio, and actually, she uh, yeah, she went to high school at one of like our rival high schools growing up. So 
We would have played them in sports. Who knows? I may have met or run into her or been in the same building as her uh, in, in, in my younger days. Yeah. But, yeah, shout out Gun Girl. <laughs> Gun Girl. <laughs> the other Caitlin Bennett. Uh, yeah. But we, we much prefer the Newport County Caitlin Bennett. Yeah. and Who spells as, her name uh, the right way, too, by the way. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. So I, I had the exact same. I was like, man, why does this name sound so familiar? And then it's because yeah. he's unfortunately uh, this other. Yeah, Gun Girl from uh, <laughs> gun from girl. Ohio who insists on taking guns everywhere, <laughs> including yeah. like the grocery store. And like her, she wanted to go to her college graduation with one. It was just yeah. so, so stupid. And something. She's doing us proud. Yeah, doing it. Southeastern yeah. Ohioans. <laughs> Yeah, and not even that. Like, where she went? She went to Kent State, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, there's a huge historical... You thi- can't write Kent State. Kent State. Oh, shot. But hey, I can't, I can't say it. That's where my sister went, so... Oh, I, I, okay. I don't mean that, but... No. That's what we say, but it's like, uh, there's a huge historical thing that happened in the U.S. in the late 60s. Yeah. When, uh, you know, young people were, were protesting the yeah. Vietnam War, the, uh, the president, President Nixon, sent in the National Guard. Like, I think even, uh, N- you know, Neil Young wrote a famous song about it. Yeah. So it's like, everybody knows about it. And then, you know, this is what it is today. So, but, you know, enough about her. We're not going to give her any more oxygen anyway, for her time. We're going to yes. give enough oxygen to the real Caitlin Bennett. The real Caitlin Spelled Bennett. Spelled with a C, who is amazing. Real Caitlin Bennett. Uh, so anyway, cheers to Caitlin, the real Caitlin Bennett, our Caitlin Bennett, Newport County Caitlin Bennett. Cheers to Tuesday, or as we say in the UK, Tuesday. Tuesday, isn't it? I, Tuesday, isn't it? I cannot wait, Shemmy. <laughs> cheers to get Chris Statman Latham into the new lawn one way or another. Uh, and cheers to you, Forest Greenovers family. Enjoy this week. Cause how often do you get this, Shimmy? How often do you get a playoff playoff week? I know. You're lucky. Man. And yeah, and cheers to the entire Forest Screen Rovers family and the uh, Her Game 2 movement. Let's get going. Yes, yeah. Cheers, cheers. brother. All right, Shimmy. Let's talk about our, all of our plans to get Chris Latham into the new lawn one way or another. Actually, also, we have a plan to get him into not just the new lawn, <laughs> but we also have a plan to get him into Rodney Parade on Tuesday night. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Anyway, and then we'll talk okay. to Caitlin. It doesn't, inv- it doesn't involve a large wooden horse. I, I can't reveal any of that information yet. Okay. Um, okay. Just checking. <laughs> and then we'll talk to Caitlin Bennett. Um, and then we will give our preview, give our predictions. Uh, all that good stuff will come at the end. So stay tuned for that. All right. Let's get into it. Let's move on first to Chris Latham, and then we'll go talk to Caitlin Bennett. Outstanding chat with both of them. Um, so first, the, the big thing with Chris is we got to figure out how to get him into the new lawn or into Rodney Parade. Uh, we ha- we come up with all kinds of schemes, let's say, uh, to get him in. Yeah. Although in the UK, in the UK, that is like an okay word. There's no connotation. Oh. Well, whatever the like shady version like... of scheme is in the UK, yeah. that's. I don't know what it is in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what we do. So, also, listeners, as you're listening to Chris. Please feel free. Actually, we, you are encouraged to send us ideas. We got to get Chris into the match. Yes. Send us some ideas. Anyway, without further ado, Chris Latham, let's go. Let's get him in the match. The movement starts today. Get Chris Latham at the new lawn. Boom. I'm a step man. All right, we welcome back Statman Chris Latham. Stat Chris, man. it's playoff week. How are we feeling, my friend? Feeling good. It's, oh, this is what it's all about, isn't it? Feeling excited. Man, I can't, like, Tuesday cannot come soon enough. Playoffs are, uh, just so much hope, so much excitement, so much anticipation. 
Oh, this is gonna be. This is going to be awesome. So, what's our uh, what's our stat of the week, Chris? Stat of the week. I I'm re- I'm gonna let you down here. I've not given a, a stack. So there's some pretty serious news here. Um, uh oh. Stat Statman does not yet have a ticket for the home game. <laughs> oh, that's a travesty. We gotta it's, fix it's that. Um, this is outrageous. So like, <laughs> it's my own fault. I'm not a season ticket holder because I didn't know what was going on. Um, but it sounds like the tickets are selling quickly. The hottest ticket in town, quite literally. So my time <laughs> has not been spent looking at stats. It has been spent looking at ways I can get into that game. <laughs> I love it. Okay, well, for, first of all, how many tickets are, are there? Like, how many people are allowed in the ground? Oh, no, you like, this is the kind of stat I should know, isn't it? I think it's like <laughs> just over a thousand, isn't it? I think. Okay. But they're, right, selling, so. they're selling quick. Rumor on the street, on the, the streets of the Stroud Valleys, are that <laughs> not many tickets left. It's, it's selling quick. So how are you going to get in if you can't get a ticket? What's the plan? Uh, how do we get you in? Because we, can't, we cannot have the stat man of the third leading Four Screen Rovers podcast not in the match you gotta be there you gotta be See, there yeah i've been i've been um drafting some ideas uh so you you know i think um, voodoo blues man came up with the idea of hey do i technically count as media through this <laughs> i think that's i think that's tenuous at best uk correspondent <laughs> i don't know um, yes yes that's it you are the U- yes done you are a uk correspondent i love that shout out voodoo blues man <laughs> he was helping me before i knew i needed help um (laughs) other ideas that they get they get worse i guess media media can be in there though right media can exactly they have to be media and um commercial partners so dear innocent how many smoothies do i need to sell how many retweets do i need whatever (laughs) it is to make me your official face for that game Yes, um, you can be the guy who like hands out. It wasn't there? Isn't there someone who like literally hands out innocent drinks for yeah, free? Like, let's let's do that. Be you, um, exactly. I'll wear a costume. I don't mind. Um, <laughs> BBC Radio Gloucestershire. I'm sure they need a third commentator to yes. give out terrible stats. That could yes. be me. Yes, that is the one thing they need. Yeah, yes. yeah. Their coverage it. is great. Love it, but. They probably need a third person. They need you. Yes. Let's go. Billy Hunt. Um, Ian Randall, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Ash Lovage, if you're listening. Come on, get me on. Um, I I had a mystery box. The mystery box excitement this week has been fever pitch, right? <laughs> I got a full goal. I know where this is going. Yes, well, yes. <laughs> so, I know, I know where the player's entrance is. I've walked in there before. <laughs> so, if I turn up casual as you like in full goalkeeper kit... Yes. Can I casually walk in, keep walking through the tunnel, out onto the pit, <laughs> pretend to warm up, and then hop over the barrier where someone outside the ground will toss over some normal clothes? Boom. Done. <laughs> uh, I love that one. That might be my favorite one. <laughs> there's the, the Jose Mourinho, isn't there, which is like hiding under some towels. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> but I might end up in the dressing room, in which case I'd have to like maybe try and ad-lib uh, like team talk I don't know. <laughs> yes yes which might might have a negative impact on our performance <laughs> um another idea is there's a nailsworth and district history group on facebook shout <laughs> out to the uh, 2800 members of that group and Let's so like go. the history <laughs> you know any of them? <laughs> i don't know I, um <laughs> but you know i could ask them because history in england sieges everything like that is all built upon sewer networks um so maybe they've got an old map and I can sort of somehow <laughs> tunnel my way in. 
um, emerging power of the sprinkler system. Because um, I feel like a lot of the tried and tested British schemes to get into sort of stadiums, like climbing a tree or a yeah. cherry picker, do not lend themselves well to the new lawn. Um, there's no houses overlooking the ground, like your exeters and people like that. You have fans leaning out windows. We haven't got that with the highest ground in the 92 footballs football stadiums in, in England. So my final one, and I think this is one Dell could relate to, so I hope I can get away with it, is a peaceful occupation of the roof, the roof of the South Stand. <laughs> Easy for yes. me to say. But I feel like Dell could relate to that one. Um, possibly dressed <laughs> with broccoli. Yes. What, what, so wait, what is, the, what is the message of your peaceful occupation of the, the roof of the... I, yeah, I probably need some kind of political purpose, don't I? Yes, um, yes. I, that's a work <laughs> in progress, I think. All right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I had some other ideas too. I think this is phenomenal. As you were speaking, we got some other ideas. So another idea is, uh, in, you know, um, when you watch the games at the New Lawn, and when we're watching on TV anyway, and it's rainy, you cannot see the pitch, right? So the camera guy has to like constantly you know rag we're all familiar oh. with the the rag aren't we we're all yeah. familiar with that yep yep exactly you could be the new rag man <gasps> that way the the cameraman can focus on his job of filming or her job of filming you can wipe down the lens i like it i like it let's go let's uh, le yeah let's who is the cameraman we need to reach out we need I, to have, get this I have no idea i will find out although oh you know what though this is going to be on espn plus it, I, I don't know how the coverage is there but, oh, there's another opportunity. Just dress in ESPN attire. No one will know that you're not part of the crew. You can exactly. fabricate a fake, like, little credential card that you wear on a lanyard around your neck. I feel I feel like this could happen. And I watch a lot of American YouTube channels with my daughter, and I've picked up a bit of an American twang at times. So oh, there we I, go. I think we could do this. How you doing, ma'am? Ma'am? Yeah. It'll be really yeah. offensive to anyone in America, but hopefully so. it's credible <laughs> enough that in England I, it would pass. I love it. I love it. Oh, another idea, you dress, you just dress, you you buy the uh, Newport, like, I think you call them a jumper. I don't know, like the sweatsuit, whatever. Like the full Newport, like, you know, warm-up suit that all the players and staff have. And just walk, wait for the team to arrive, Newport, and just walk in with them. Like, I, I like that one. That is, a, that is genius, I think. Because it, no. it's like um, in psychology, isn't it? It's a thing of if you wear a uniform, people tend to conform to whatever you're doing. So yes, yes. the stewards will naturally assume, unless they dis don't listen to this podcast, right? <laughs> as much as I want you to get a good don't worry, viewership. They, they won't, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll glide right past. Uh, do you know that. what? Funny enough, right? This is a side story. I once did something for Forest Green, like a media thing, like as a fan. And uh -huh. I had to have my picture taken in the stand and some guys were asking me who I was and believed that I was potentially a striker about to be unveiled on the next Monday. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's amazing. <laughs> so it's workable. It, let's, it's got legs. It, it does have legs. And, and it's all about confidence. As long as you look like you're, you, you're supposed to be there, no one's going to stop you. I, I'll tell you a quick story too, a little side story. Uh, New York Knicks Milwaukee Bucks game, Madison Square Garden a few years ago. Uh, it was Yanis's Yanis on second or third year. Anyway, 
So um, I'm there with a Greek friend of mine. We we're watching, had a blast, whatever. End of the game, we see some like Bucks, like family members of the Milwaukee Bucks, like walking down from the from the stands onto the court. And so my friend Milanakis and I, we just followed them, and we just act like we were supposed to be there, and nobody stopped us. And so we walked onto the court. Right after the game, we walked into the locker room of the Milwaukee Bucks. We met all the players. No one stopped us. Only one guy asked us, like, who are you guys? Are you supposed to be here? And we just claimed that we were friends with Yanis, Yanis Antetokounmpo, which clearly was not true. But we claimed we were friends with him, and nobody, nobody stopped us. We got to meet Yanis. We got to, we got to eat with the team. It was insane. And so that's it. You just need to, you just need to walk with confidence. Act like you're supposed to be there. No one's going to stop you. This um, is incredible. That that yeah. is an incredible moment. Like what a life story. I love that. But I, I'm now becoming slightly worried that uh, for the return leg, there's going to be like 500 Newport players turning up. <laughs> like everyone is going to take this idea and try yes. and run with it, aren't they? Yes. There's going to be going to be a lot of Newport players. Yes, it's <laughs> a good point. Well. Maybe we should release. No, the, the, we don't play them for a while. Well, and don't worry. Not and nobody's listening, so don't worry. You'll you'll be fine. Oh, I love and that. And English, English etiquette. If I call dibs on all of these now, no one else can use them. So I'm calling dibs on them. There we go. Done. It's safe. Yep. <laughs> which ones? Which one do you think is the best shot? I, I kind of think you should should kind of try them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's it's going to be multiple pretty, like, outfits. Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be just. On the day, you know, a bit of a Jimmy Ball situation. I've got to read the game on the day and make some changes. <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, not give too much away, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have to work through these in a, in some kind of order until I'm successful or not. Um, I guess I should probably ask whether Gloucestershire Police have the game stream from their cells because I guess I could end up going down that way. <laughs> I love it. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I would love to see you. I think my favorite one is just seeing you walk on the pitch in the all pink goalkeeper kit with Lewis Thomas and Luke McGee. I guess I guess the plea is all of your listeners, if you've got any better ideas, and, and <laughs> yes. they can't be any worse than mine. Then, um, <laughs> then let's get them shared. Let's get let's, let's yes, get let's go. Let's go. Listeners, if you have a way, if you have an idea for how we can get Chris Latham into the game, please, please let us know. Uh, oh my God, this is brilliant. This is brilliant. Yeah, I think I think the UK correspondent, if we can get some kind of media credentials, could work. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm now it. thinking, though, that that is a way into the away game as well. Oh, yes. That's brilliant. Yes. So How do we do that? Yes. You've got like an, an, an official Hemstems email, haven't you? Like, yeah. Um, I wonder if you email them and just say that you're oh. the number one American podcast and you've got a UK correspondent <laughs> who would like to attend, whether they'd actually... Because no, by now they will have had their main sort of requests, won't they? So if they've got space, they've got space. Who knows? Uh, this is brilliant, and this is happening, and we're gonna keep everybody updated on this. Chris Latham, maybe Tuesday night in Newport. Oh my god, I love this. We're, I'm, this is done. I, we gotta figure out who we need to email. Um, this is incredible. Are you yeah. and get in as media? <laughs> I love it. Well, anyway, yeah. So listeners, if you have any ideas. Please let us know. We have to get Chris Latham into the, at least the Forest Green Rovers game, but I think we got to get him in for Tuesday. I think we got to get him on Tuesday. I think it has to happen. Our, our UK correspondent, Chris Latham. Thank you, Chris. Uh, well, well, we'll be in touch. We're going to work on this. We are getting you into these games. 
So one way or another, you're gonna be you're gonna be in. The campaign starts now, right? I mean, <laughs> it'll be it'll be trending on Twitter by <laughs> by the morning of when this podcast we, is released. Yeah, it's, yeah. We need we need a hashtag. Everybody, like like we said, if you have ideas, send them in. We got to get Chris Latham into the match. We will keep everybody updated on our progress here. Uh, we will have live updates, maybe from Newport on Tuesday night. We'll see. Uh, Chris. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with us. This was better than a stat. I know you didn't have a stat this week. This is way better than a stat. This was outstanding. Uh, so, Chris, thank you for hanging out with us. Best of luck. We will we will work together on this. We're getting you into this match on on Sunday and Tuesday. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, playoff season, baby. Got to be there. Playoff season, baby. Playoff oh, and then um, one last thing. Hector Bellerin. Hector. <laughs> All right, good. All right, I gotta play the drop. Gotta play I the just, drop. I just want to tear it. I just want to tear it. I'm <laughs> I just, love it. Sorry. I love it. I love it. All right, so the drop will be in. We have not played it in months, but it needs to be played. So I appreciate you bringing that back up, Chris. Uh, all right. Well, Chris, thank you so much, good sir. Cheers. Thank you. Step all man. right, Chris Latham. Uh, love that man. <laughs> <laughs> so many good ideas in there, Shimmy. I got to say, I think my favorite is the the goalkeeper. I, I think he's got to dress up like a goalkeeper and just walk on the pitch <laughs> yeah. with Lewis Thomas yeah. and Luke McGee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, hey, that's how, isn't that how Lewis Thomas won his contract that's according right. to his picture? Yeah. Whenever you see that picture, he's just like he's a dude just, yeah. that's up there. His signing get, picture. Get Chris Latham a scarf and some gloves and he's on the squad. He's there. He's alive. Yeah, his signing picture. <laughs> they just pulled him right out of the stands. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so... Well, what we 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 can we complain to this, Jimmy. We can say, "Oh, that's all we should do on the pod." We should say, like we have today on new signing, new goalkeeper signing. We need a different name for Chris Latham, though. That sounds similar. Or should we just uh, spell Chris differently? Yeah, unfortunately, you can't just call him uh, Loris Chatham. Loris, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe that's it. Loris Chatham. Chatham. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Done. Done. <laughs> new new signing we have on, on today's pod. New signing, Loris Katham, who yeah. I'm told will actually be on the bench in the uh, in the Newport match. Yeah, Loris sort of sounds like it could be like a Greek name or something, so it would have to be like Loris Kathamakakis or something like that. <laughs> or something like there that. There we go. <laughs> there we go. I love it. I love the Ragman uh, suggestion, too. Uh, we do need a new ragman. Um, yeah, he can be a, a true Renaissance man, from Statman to Ragman. Um, you know, he can be your all-purpose man. Chris is the all-purpose man when you think about it. He he is the all, and that's that might be what he has to do. He might have to go with like twenty different costumes <laughs> and try them all and see which one fails. The e- <laughs> like that. Yes. So please send us your ideas to get Chris Latham into the match. Um, and also into the Newport County match. I got to tell you, Sean, I, I did this unbeknownst to you, but I've already emailed Newport County's media office <laughs> seeing, if, seeing if we can get Chris Latham in there as a uh, as a as our UK correspondent from the Heaven incredible podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I sent them an email. I got an auto reply back. I'm waiting to hear back, but I hope we can get him to Rodney Parade with a media credential. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, thank you, Chris. Let's go to Caitlin now. Caitlin Bennett. Oh my goodness, what a chat! What a person. Uh, it was so fun, so fun chatting with her, man. I hope I hope we can uh, in two years when we're both in League One. 
I hope we get an away day in Newport. We can go meet up with her over some beers. Talk footy, mate. Uh, but, man, yeah, she she was awesome. So let's yeah. get into yeah. – Yeah, we've met so many great people from so many you know other clubs. Yeah. Caitlin is no exception. Just what a great combo. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll get forward to meeting all these people when we finally make it out to the U.K. I got to say, that's the sad thing about us winning uh, Wembley this year and getting promoted <laughs> is we've made all these friends at all these League Two clubs. And it was going to be so fun next year, you know, touring the country, like going, coming over to the UK, going to away days and meeting up with all these great people like Caitlin, who we've met. But but you're saying it's like the we'll class just... system in England. If we're in League One, we'll be forced to shun them and look down upon them. Is how, is that <laughs> That's what, right. What like we, have to, we have to assimilate, right? <laughs> That's right. Uh, anyway, let, let's get to Caitlin. <laughs> Enough of us talking. Let's go yeah. hear Caitlin because she's way smarter than us. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. All right. Caitlin, take it away. Or us and Caitlin, take it away. Boom. We go behind enemy lines and behind English lines over to Wales to chat with a rising sports journalist, media assistant for Newport County, Exiles Match Day Live occasional guest, and Newport County Exile in more ways than one because I think she doesn't live in Newport anymore. Caitlin Bennett, welcome to the pod, Caitlin. Hi, thank you for having me. Is it true you don't live in Newport, you live in Cheltenham? It's, yeah, it's true, I live in Cheltenham now, but the time I'm being, yeah. What an exile. She is living up to the name, to the nickname of the exiles. Uh, All right. So we are going to ask you all about the playoff tie with Newport County in just a little bit. But first, we have to play a game with you, Caitlin. We always do this with our guests. Our sponsors demand it. So we're going to play a little game called Interrenate. Fast questions, faster answers. Newport County edition. Uh, So I'm going to ask how this works. is I'm going to ask you rapid fire questions. You got to give me an answer as fast as you can. Doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. Just has to be fast. First thing that pops in your mind that you just got to say it. Uh, and it's going to be you versus Sham. Both responding to the same question. So the, the format's like this. I'll ask a question. Sham will answer first immediately. And then immediately as soon as he's done t- you know, answering, Caitlin, you got to go. Uh, uh, okay. Got it? Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm a bit scared, but yeah, got it. No no reason to fear. These are all Newport County questions. No, <laughs> no scared. Just, Don't be scared. That's so much pressure. Uh, yeah, and little, little <laughs> do you know, Caitlin, I did my PhD in the history of Newport. So, oh, really? yeah. oh so we, we both have a PhD in the history of Newport then. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, let's okay. go. There we go. There we <laughs> go. Yeah, oh. Mine's here. Top tier, well, top tier challenger. I love it. But this should make you this should make you feel a little better or worse, maybe, if you lose. But Sham has never beat a guest. He is oh in like 20 on this. So no pressure, but a lot of pressure because you, if you lose, you would be the first person to lose to Sham. But um, I, let's, that would be just my luck. I feel like that would be just my luck. Yeah. Uh, all right. So um, let's do a test run here really quick. So it goes like this. Sham answer. Then Caitlin answer. Here we go. Name a new. Oh, let me start over. Name a new Port County player. Gilligan. Oh, no. I think Caitlin froze. Oh, no. <laughs> Caitlin, are you there? Do you see her? I see her, but she's frozen for me. Uh, can you hear us, Caitlin? Can you hear us? I think she's frozen. Uh-oh. You can hear us. Oh, wait. Now she. I see motion. I think I'm back. I think you're, you're back. back. Okay, I yeah. I hear Wi-Fi. you. No worries. I think it was my Wi-Fi. Sorry. <laughs> or I think you really just faked the pause so you could look up the answer to the question really quick. <laughs> Did you hear the question even? <laughs> No. <laughs> All right. Here comes the question. Here's just the Dude, test question. To make sh- in Wi-Fi. <laughs> okay. Here's the test question, and then we'll, we'll play for real. Here we go. Name a Newport County player. Sean, Caitlin, go. Gilgan. First name that comes Roger to Gallant. mind. 
There we go. All right. I assume Caitlin's was correct. I, I assume Sean made it up. All right. Here we go. I think you got the hang of it. Here we go. Fast <laughs> questions, fast answers. Here we go. Ready? First question. How old is Newport County forward Kevin Ellison? 23. 42. <laughs> uh, favorite Newport County nickname? Uh, squatters. Exiles. Uh, least favorite team in League Two? Uh, Barrow. Morgan. What's wrong with Barrow? Anyway, say a Welsh word or phrase. Well, <laughs> just gonna assume that's Welsh. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> All right. I think you both made up words there. We'll take it. <laughs> uh, what is a Rodney parade? Um, a parade of Rodneys. A football ground. Let's go. Favorite ex Newport four screen rover? Jamil Matt. Sean Mikulski. Oh, Mikulski. Make up a new nickname for Jamil Matt. Uh, Jackhammer. Caitlin, let's go. <laughs> JM. All right, there we go. Yeah. JM. JM. In Newport, it's illegal to do what? Uh, streak on Rodney Parade. <laughs> oh, support Cardiff. What was that? <laughs> support oh, Cardiff. support Cardiff. Nice. Yeah. Yell out of spice. Uh, cardamom. Uh, Kevin Allison. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I should have said baby. I should have said baby. 42-year-old's <laughs> aged spice. I like it. All right. <laughs> Favorite green energy company? Uh, Ecotricity, of course. Ecotricity, of course. Let's go! Hey! Let's go! All right, we're almost done. <laughs> Name Newport County's mascot. Timmy the Exile. Spitty the dog. <laughs> Spitty the dog with 20 Ys. Let's Spitty go. No. Uh, when Michael <laughs> Flynn, last question here. When Michael Flynn goes shopping for retail therapy after a tough loss, what does he buy? Welsh scented candles. <laughs> he buys a kutch. A kutch. A kutch. A kutch. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, all right, well done, Caitlin. Well done. Nice, Caitlin. Uh, let me just crunch the numbers real quick. Yeah, beep, one, beep, beep, beep. Caitlin, Caitlin definitely won. Congratulations, Caitlin. You have <laughs> well done. Yes. Well done. I bowed you. The Battle of Newport County. Let's go. All right. So let me set the agenda here. We are going to first ask you. For, oh, first of all, thank you for playing that dumb game with us. Uh, so let oh, me no set problem. the agenda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. We are first going to ask you about some culture around Newport County. Then we'll ask you just what the fans think and what maybe maybe what you think as well about FGR. Uh, then we'll move to some X's and O's. Actually talk some football. By the way, Caitlin, does, does X's and O's mean anything to you? Does that, is that... Probably makes no sense in the UK, right? That's probably an American Not idiom. Really, it wouldn't be okay. something I would say. <laughs> okay, it's probably an American idiom. Have you heard it before? It's about like talking about sports. No, I don't think so. Maybe okay, I'm being definitely. stupid, but no, no, no. I, I feel like it's probably <laughs> like a hundred percent an American Explain, thing. Explain, no, I'm willing to it's, learn. Explain. It's like a, it's like the fundamental elements of play. So, for example, in American football or in basketball, you got a big whiteboard. You write X's and O's on it, and like the X's are your team, okay. the O's are the other team, and then you like make plays or whatever. Anyway, it's just a stupid, you know, American idiom that we use when we okay, need no, to say it. like talk about you know the tactics, the whatever the yeah the ins and outs, the details. Although, now, that, um, now that I think about it, if I were to hear that for the first time too, I would think you were talking about like tic-tac-toe or something. <laughs> like the X's and O's, like where to you know play a game I of guess tic-tac-toe. Or well, like knots and crosses. Yeah, knots and crosses. <laughs> yeah, I forgot it's even different yeah. knots and crosses. Oh! That's, right. <laughs> that's crazy. Cross. Wait, that's what you call tic-tac-toe? Or that's what you call X's and O's, knots and crosses? When you like have to line three up in a row. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah, knots and crosses. <laughs> oh my wow. I, just, I didn't know. You just blew my mind, Caitlin. Yeah. Knots and crosses, a, let's go. <laughs> enough silliness, enough of this knots and crosses nonsense. Well, let's get it. Learning curve. <laughs> yeah, yes. learning curve, exactly. So, Caitlin, how and why did you become a Newport County fan? I've got a bit of a funny little anecdote, actually, about how I became a county fan. Um, my mum used to work away um, for like a few days at a time, and my brother and my dad were big Newport County fans, and I was forced to go along to the game with them because my mum was working away, and I showed off because I really did not like like the thought of there being like hundreds of men drinking and shouting. It just kind of freaked me out. Um, I was a football fan, but live football kind of freaked me out, and we fell in love. And um, yeah, never looked back. Yeah, I've been going pretty much every week since I was about 10 years old. So That's awesome. So since you've been going uh, to the ground, Roddy Parade, since you were 10 and have been a Newport, uh, Newport County fan for a long time, what do you love most about your club, Kate? Um, It probably sounds cliche, but the people, um, especially now working in a kind of more official capacity with this side this season. Um, you get to meet so many amazing people, background staff, supporters, players, um, and you kind of see how much the club means to the people and the wider community. And it's just those familiar faces you see on a game day that you might not necessarily speak to unless you're talking about the football. Um, so yeah, definitely the people. I feel like Newport County community is very, very tight knit and we all know each other. Um, so yeah, definitely the people. We're all exiles together. So. We are <laughs> family. Nice. No, but we 100% can empathize with you because this is our first full season seriously supporting Forest Green Rovers. We'd heard about them before, okay. but really followed yeah. We've managed to meet people within the club, supporters, and we feel the exact same way. Just like the connections and bonds we've made in just you know the several months of this season. Like at this level of football, we just love that part of it—the community feeling and how yeah. special the people make it. Yeah, I feel like it's a. It's I mean, a yeah, you too. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say you. We have so many people from different cultures and backgrounds, and Newport as a city is quite multicultural. And um, but you're all unified and uh, one common denominator, which is the love for your football club. So in that sense, it's really cool. Oh, it's beautiful. That's beautiful. And yeah, I I, just, I feel like at the lower leagues, from what we from our experience anyway, it's just yeah, like like you said, Caitlin, it's just this community that. You don't get in the Premier League. This, this, you know, it's a family. It really feels like a family, um, and it's so cool. And it's hard to find that. I think you know, the higher up you go. Anyway, yeah, definitely. You guys have some of the best kits and the best nicknames in League Two, which isn't that much of a compliment because there are some really awful kits and awful nicknames in League <laughs> Two. But Exiles, Ironsides, like these are out. I cannot think of a cooler nickname in League Two. Where did these come from? So the Ironsides was um, obviously before we reformed um, in 1989 and then Exiles obviously comes from that reformation and um, yeah we kind of just um, took in that identity and that, that became who we were really because we reformed as yeah Newport County AFC and we were now the Exiles and on our badge is 1912 um, and then our Exile date of 1989 and that's 
yeah, that's kind of just who we are now, the exiles. And it's such a big part of our history and our identity. The fact that we were able to, yeah, bring bring the club back from absolutely nothing. Oh, that's awesome. That's incredible. That's, uh... Anyway, we have some great news, which is that fans are allowed back in for these playoff legs. Um, so with that, Caitlin, what are you most looking forward to uh, when you when you go back to Rodney Parade and you actually see 900, right? There's only 900 allowed in Newport. Yeah, but in 900. Any case, 900 of your best friends, 900 of your family members. Uh, you know, what are, what are you most looking forward to about that experience? I think it's just the noise and just the atmosphere. You know, I, I truly believe that the fans can, can earn a, a team three points from the terraces. Mm. And um, especially with Newport County, we so many late winners and yeah, we we pulled it out the bag really late on, and I truly believe that the fans are a massive, massive part of that. And they've they've won us some of our biggest games. And um, yeah, I think football stadiums just feel soulless. Like even covering the team this season, I haven't got used to turning up to an empty, quiet Rodney Parade. Um, like I said, it's just the smiles as you walk in, and you know you're saying hello to everyone that walks past and you're asking people their predictions people you've never even you know potentially spoken to before um yeah just the noise and the backing and i think that it's going to feel like um normality for the players too because i bet i can't even imagine how strange it must have been this season walking out every time to no fans i bet you never get used to that as a player so yeah oh yeah that's so so true and, and we, we talked to a lot of the four screen players on the pod and that's something they yeah they always mention is like how much they miss the fans how much energy the fans give them how much more fun you know goal celebrations are when you have you know yeah. people you can like point to and run over to and stuff and it's just yeah it's just kind of empty and it just doesn't feel right so i'm so happy that you know the uk has kind of turned the corner there and we're gonna have fans back in and one really important part of fan culture is the chance so caitlin yeah. What is the best or are the best, I don't know, anti-FGR chants that you guys have? Oh, I remember, um, I think it was 2017 when we, oh, my lighting's gone a bit funny. Um, in 2017, um, when we beat you 4-0 at your place, um, you can stick your veggie burger up your somewhere. Um, <laughs> Got that, you. Um, <laughs> sticks out in my mind um i mean the, the vegan jokes today for the taking so yeah there's always right. there's right. always um chance about yeah yeah, yeah. I, think that, I, I feel that's like a universal world trade whatever you go in the world somebody's making fun of a vegan somewhere oh i love it i love it well i cannot wait to hear that maybe we will sing it i hope we sing it in irony when we're beating you 4-0 at our place this time. But anyway, yeah. oh, that's, all, that's, that's great, though. So, yeah, so it seemed like you really enjoyed that chant, Caitlin. So, um, and we know it's all in good fun and a bit of banter. But what do you think of Four Screen Rovers on the pitch and their mission off the pitch? I think it's really interesting because I think your club was kind. They were kind of like the pioneers into this new, like, vegan, going green type of thing. And um, I think initially it was laughed at, but I feel like you lot have really um, like welcomed it and brought it into your identity. And now that's what you're known for. And you've managed to market it and commercialize it. And it's obviously working, working for your club. And um, yeah, I think maybe um, a few seasons ago, Forest Green Rovers was seen as a bit of a, you know, in terms of like the stadium, um, 
and their mission off the pitch as a bit of a like small club in the league, I think would probably be fair to say um, from outside fans. But I think, you know, what, what you're doing on the pitch is testament to how hard everyone's working at the club. So That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, it, and it, it's attracted, you know, people from all over the world, which is how Sham and I, you know, came to the club, two idiots from New York City. Uh, we started following the club because of the green and vegan aspects. So there's definitely, you, you know, you mentioned commercializing it. There's, there's definitely, you know, in addition to, in our view, like it being, you know, the right, the morally right thing to do. It's also got a ton of business potential because you're going to get people like us, you know, who start following this League Two club from, you know, with, with absolutely no connection uh, to Forest Green other than our, you know, our, our similar belief system. So, anyway, speaking and, of and, course, and wait, but who knows? Yeah. Who knows, Nathan? Maybe that chant uh, from Rodney Parade, if you can stick your veggie burgers up, you know, you know where. Maybe we took it and ran with it. You know what? We're gonna stick those veggie burgers at the supermarket shelves and make. Let's some money. go. You guys may have. You guys <laughs> make may a lot have, of money. It's, uh, yeah. So maybe you guys <laughs> yes. inspired us, right? We we owe yes. that. To you, perhaps. Yeah, we are. We're selling. I don't know if you knew that, Caitlin. (laughs) Let's go. I don't. I don't know if you knew that, but the the club is the club now. Like has their own veggie burger, and they sell it like in supermarkets in around the UK. No, I didn't actually know. Um, Yeah, another new revenue stream, baby. So that's interesting to hear, though. Um, I was going to say, I don't want to turn into the interview, but it's interesting to hear that that like you kind of were attracted to the club through through that because I, I was quite curious as to you know how two people in new york end up being forest green rovers fans but i love that <laughs> yeah no yeah all all the green and vegan stuff oh mainly the green and vegan stuff uh yeah but, <laughs> but i gotta say man it's been a blast it's been yeah. so fun following this club and just following league two so much better than the premier league sean and i've been like yeah. premier league you know we, we've watched the premier league for like several years, years now yeah, but long. there's nothing like league two the competition the community yeah. like it's so exciting it's just so it's it's incredible league two is where it's at league one hopefully next year is also where it will be at <laughs> uh, it can only be one of us so it can only be one of us yes this year so we'll go up this year and then you guys can come up next year and then we'll all hang out together yeah, so let's you just, go. Yeah, if you just want to let everyone. Out, I mean, I don't know if I agree, County, but... no, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can just pass right, it out right here. We don't even have to play the game. Let's just make the deal right here. That's, that's right. Let's make the deal right here. All right. <laughs> so let's talk about some of these some of these people. Well, let me just name some names for you: Christian Deutsch, Jamil Matt, Aaron Collins, Sean Mikulski, aka Sean Migolski. Four fantastic current or former Forest Green Rovers forwards all with Newport connections. What is it about Newport that makes you score goals for Forest Green? And should we take action right now and sign Caitlin Bennett to the team? Um, no, I'm not crossing <laughs> over. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Right, fair enough. Yeah. Respect um, it. Respect. Is it something in the water? No, it's, it's fine. I, um, I think the fact that um, for, you know, the likes of Aaron Collins, Deutsch, um, David Pipe as well, when he he moved um the club is still fairly close to home like it's not it's not too far away um it's literally just a trip over the bridge so that might have something to do with it but yeah i feel like all of them have probably scored against county after you've signed <laughs> them anyway yeah. so um yeah jamma did it jamil scored both both times we played you this year i don't, don't know if I aaron know. collins yeah. did as well but i know i know jamma scored in both both ties well let's go back actually and analyze you know those those last our well our two matchups this season 
Caitlin, what what do you think happened? And like, why weren't you able to beat us? And what needs to change, or maybe what has already changed that gives you confidence that the playoffs will go your way? My honest answer is Jimmy or Matt, in two words. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. Or I mean, JM, as his new nickname is. That's JM. right, JM. JM. <laughs> Coined by Caitlin. Very creative so nickname. <laughs> What's up, JM? <laughs> yeah, don't hold that against me, please. <laughs> um, no, I think... Um, I don't think it's any um, coincidence that his injury coincided with, you know, um, your kind of poor running form this season. He's an incredible player. He, I think he's been an absolute staple for you this year. Um, as he was for us when he was with us and um, he just causes so much trouble and I feel like not to take anything away from Jama at all um, Newport County have a curse of former players scoring against us as I mentioned um, and he obviously got the assist um, in the second second game as well um, at Rodney Parade So, and also without sounding too much like I'm trying to make excuses our pitch the second time we played you a lot is probably yeah. the worst I've seen that pitch in, you know, seven, eight years. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah I don't think that pit. helped, but it was yeah. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, actually, it's perfect that you mentioned that now because we were curious what the state of Rodney Parade has played in your season overall uh, and what the status of the pitch now is. Are they still playing rugby matches concurrently with um, our upcoming uh, match there? Yeah, so we have the Dragons, obviously, whose who's ground it is. Um, and then we have um, Newport, another Newport side play um, on the pitch. So, yeah, it, it, it takes a battering. It, it really does. But even before, because we played at Spitty Park before we played at Rodney Parade. And I remember even when I was younger and it was just the Dragons who played that. Rodney Parade's kind of always been known for, you know, not having great like ground drainage and etc etc we've had games called off because of snow because the goalposts are sinking because it's flooded like you name it half time we're walking out like with games being called off so it's kind of just one of those grounds but um i have to mention how well the ground staff have done this season too you know we went to the cardiff city stadium for two games and you know returning to rodney parade after that fgr game and then after the two at cardiff city stadium it looked like a different pitch Mm. Um, so yeah, the ground staff did tremendously well to, to recover the state of the pitch. Right, well, shout out to so, the Rodney Parade ground staff then. That's... Yes, yeah, but but not shout it, out yeah. from us because we don't want that. We we prefer the mud pit. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, mean, wanted, we wanted one in the mud too, pit. So. But I guess from what we understand, yeah. the same the same pitch, right? So. Yeah, <laughs> true. But but from what we understand of Newport, it's like you know they they play this really nice brand of football, passing it around a lot, and the mud pit really really hurt that style of play so we'll take it back but i guess it's too late i guess it's good now anyway maybe we can strike another deal we can say both teams won't play in soccer boots but rather in wellington boots (laughs) that'll have to be the stipulation for playing at rodney park (laughs) if you want to play in wellies that's fine (laughs) (laughs) but you're not agreeing to that man i thought we were going to make no No deals made today sorry (laughs) uh well, if this isn't obvious already, we are two dumb Americans. Uh, we, we know nothing about soccer. Uh, we don't even know why we call it soccer. Uh, but we need the game to be simplified <laughs> for us to understand. So as if you were speaking to a child, please break it down for us. I want you to name three players for Newport County that we should be watching uh, in these two legs. We want to know who's the biggest difference maker, who's the biggest impact player on the attack 
in the midfield and on defense. To narrow it down to, to three players is so tricky. Um, uh, Caitlin's all about, I love it. You're a team yeah, player, all about yeah. the team. Everyone, every yeah. man has a role to really? play. Love that. But, <laughs> yeah. but I'm gun to your head, you got to pick three. Yeah. And you can't name the ground staff either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, we wouldn't know the, the ground difference. staff. <laughs> um, attacking players right now, I'd have to say um, Lewis Collins because Carl's brother. Yeah, um, you know he's 19 years old. He's a homegrown talent, and he got he got given a chance by Flinney and um, you know he's just he's just hit the ground running. He got his first senior goal for us against Scunthorpe, and he just does not stop running. He causes so much trouble trouble for the defenders, and you know Lee Two is quite a physical, tough league, um, but he just takes it all in his stride and he's made such a massive difference. Um, the games that he has played on the back end of the season. So yeah, I'd have to say Lewis for, nice. yeah, for attack. And then if we're going straight into midfield, um, this is tricky because two names come to my head and Josh Sheehan, I feel like, it would be criminal to not mention Josh Sheehan. Um, in a video, I called him um, Newport's Messi, our number 10. So, <laughs> I love it. Um, he's just such a you know creative midfielder and um, he tracks back and he, he does all the hard work. You know, it, he scores goals. So he's um, such a full package for us. But Josh Labadee has been, you know, he's one of my favourite players. Um, and he has been since the day he signed. Incredibly strong, physical gets back, does all the hard work, goes forward, and he scores some absolutely worldy goals as well. So, And then defensively, I have another two players. I feel like I'm probably cheating. Fine, say two. Game, you've already, but, you've already but, broke the rules, so go ahead and say yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> you can see why you were um, exiled. <laughs> Matty Dolan deserves a mention, definitely, because he completely switched roles this year. He's a central midfielder. And, um, you know, first game of the season, I saw him in that centre-back role, and I was like, oh my gosh, what is Michael Flynn doing? Like, why is Matty Dolan in our back line? And um, completely proved me wrong. Um, not that I doubted him, but, you know, he's such a creative midfielder and I was thinking, like, how how does he do defensively? But I know he's played in a defensive role um, at some of his other clubs, but, um, yeah, Flynn really enforced the style of, like, playing out from the back and I think Matty Dolan is the perfect player to do that. But even defensively, he's been absolutely solid. And then Mickey Demetrio, obviously, um, got the equaliser for us against Southend. I think he's got four goals for the mm. season and he just does not miss anything that comes past him. So, yeah, they're my two for the back as well. I know I cheated. <laughs> there you go. You want to just name the goalkeeper as well? And then... That's or, right. Oh, they, yeah, both <laughs> of them right. too. Both of them too. <laughs> the, ba nice. the backup uh, centre-back... <laughs> The youth, youth <laughs> U18 centre-back. the manager, oh, yeah. assistant manager. <laughs> no, but we respect but no, so much how much you fully yes. support the club through and through, and your knowledge yeah. is just You couldn't awesome, just Caitlin. pick, you could yeah. just pick one. Also, it sounds like uh, Lewis Collins is kind of sharing a similar trajectory as his brother Aaron with us, because Aaron has just been on fire lately. He's been outstanding and um, kind of the same same type of player as, as you described, Lewis, just chasing down loose balls, hustling working hard, grafting, as you say, in the UK, uh, just <laughs> just outstanding. So it's going to be a fun battle. I, I would love to see some Collins, Collins, Collins on Collins violence. I mean, not violence, Collins on Collins goals. 
Let's get. Oh my god, I'm I'm excited for the battle of the Collins brothers. Um. So anyway, yeah, go ahead, Chum. Oh yeah, sure. So I just wanted to do a quick follow up, Caitlin, because um, I remember you mentioned your favorite former New uh, Newport County player, who's now an FGR player, was uh, Mikulski, right? Or Mikulski, as we like to call him. Yeah, Mikulski. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, were you at that famous match covering or in attendance the um, FA Cup win in 2018 over Leeds, where he had that towering 89th minute winner to cap a glorious comeback? Yes, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, the other, a few of the other big um, FA Cup games, like Leicester and Man City, I was covering um, for press. But um, luckily, I was able to be in terraces for the win against Leeds. And it was just, even to this day, it's kind of one of those where you get goosebumps thinking about it. Because yeah. as you said, he absolutely mm-hmm. towered. Um, like, it's such a climbing head. It's such an amazing goal. And... The celebrations for that goal, I know we played some like like bigger teams, like, you know, your Man City's when you score against them and you win against Middlesbrough. But the the Leeds goal, Sean McCorsey's goal against Leeds is definitely one of those ones that I think that's one of the most I've ever celebrated, other than maybe <laughs> the Great Escape goal. But yeah. Oh, wow. man, that's awesome. Yeah, we watched the the highlight. It's just like an incredible yeah. goal. And then just like, yeah, like you said, the terraces, the crowd just celebrating, yeah. going, going crazy. We we love seeing that. Um, so do you think, uh, do you, so, I mean, since you picked him earlier in the game, do you still rate Mikulski uh, really highly? And do you think, you think he might work his way into some potential knockout match magic in this playoff? Yeah, I, I think I've always rated him really highly. Um, I think he definitely is, you know, a football league player. Um, so yeah, I mean, I he everyone used to call him like super sub, and um, I think I remember tweeting frantically one day like, why are we not start starting Mikulski when we've got <laughs> got him to use uh, like whenever we want? Kind of like, why is he not in our starting lineup? Mm. And um, everyone was like, no, he's an impact player, and it's like, yeah, but he'd make more of an impact if he was playing the full ninety minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I but, never get um, that about yeah, the super I, sub theory, but yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, and um, I, I rate him really highly, and you know, I, I'd love to see him do well. It's always it's always great to see you know former nice. players doing it's well. Maybe not you. against you, but yeah, right. <laughs> you don't want him. You don't want him fulfilling the curse. Oh, yeah. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if if uh, Jamma was healthy. How crazy would that be, Sean? Aaron Collins, Jamma, all ex-Newport players, all coming back to play you guys in the playoffs. Would have been so fun. Unfortunately, we only got Collins. Maybe Sean, <laughs> but we have not seen Sean since, I don't know, match week one, <laughs> maybe match yeah. week two. Because Cooper yeah. kind of like, you know, froze him out. And he, he he got on the bench, actually, in the last match. So maybe we'll see him. We don't know. But we have no, you know, we have no idea what kind of shape he's in. Uh, how fit he how fit he is, but hey, who knows? Could be our secret sub. Could be our secret weapon yeah. in this in this leg. I hope so. Could be. I yeah. I think pit. he's definitely one of them. Yeah, I think he'd be. He's one of those players where he'd be, you know, vying to prove himself, like you said. Um, Cooper kind of shut him out slightly, but um, you know, his talent shines through, and I, I'm I'm convinced he would cause any team trouble when he wants to. Yeah, absolutely. That FA Cup highlight has given us hope. You know, maybe like glimmer <laughs> of hope, uh, but we have it. Um, so finally, uh, we just have a couple more questions, Caitlin, and then we're going to wrap up. Uh, but yeah, what cool. do you think the biggest strength and biggest weakness of your team is? Strength, I think. Um, like you, it's weird because you said you kind of recognize Newport for this like 
playing like beautiful on the floor football passing style of play and that's kind of been like brand new this this year um and it's been you know mesmerizing to watch some of the you know passes of play and stuff we we put together um so I think we've done really well, you know, building up play, resetting from the back if we need to, instead of kind of playing hoop ball football, which is, you know, what we default to sometimes and I've definitely have mm. done in previous years. Um, so, you know, like playing the ball back if we need to and resetting from the back um, and, you know, kind of using defence, midfield, attack when we need to and like really building up to those big moments, I think we've done really well at. And then weaknesses, um, taking our chances um, I don't think we've scored enough goals we've had so many attacking players in rotation it's kind of hard for them to then find form if they're not playing every week I feel like that's mostly the case for attacking players finding form um, we have an insane amount of goal scorers this year um, there's not been like one player who's constantly you know banging them in every week um, but yeah, I definitely think taking our chances is something we, you know, we've got to do in these in these playoff games. Certainly, you've got so many goal scorers too. Didn't I might be wrong, but didn't your goalkeeper score a goal against Cheltenham? <laughs> he did. Look at yeah. that! I bet you yeah. one scores that. at Newport. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! Yeah. yeah, Tom King went absolutely viral, and rightly so. Yeah, it was, right. yeah. yeah. I, I think we yeah. had our goalkeeper Lewis Thomas on the pod like maybe the week after that and we gave yeah. him like a hard time for not scoring more goals <laughs> based off of your, your keeper. Um, so Caitlin what do we meaning FGR what do we need to do to win this tie uh, other than bringing on Sean Mikulski for an 89th minute header what do we need to do to win I feel like you're trying to catch me out with this question should I be answering this <laughs> um Tactically answering this question, um, I'm not going to get into the X's and O's. Um, hey. The knots and crosses, or crosses <laughs> <Yeah>. and knots. <laughs> okay, let's go. Um, I just think the one thing about Newport County, um, I hope this doesn't come back to bite me, but you, I feel like you can't write us off. We will, you know, we'll fight to the end. We proved that the great escape, especially under Michael Flynn, you know, his first season, <laughs> we were 11 points adrift and we managed to stay in the Football League. We, you know, we chuck everything out there and um, we leave everything on the pitch, especially in these big games. Um, so I think our heart is definitely the biggest challenge when you're coming down to Rodney Parade or you play in Newport County, especially in these big games where, yeah, we seem, we seem to do all right now and again. <laughs> so, so we need to break your heart is what you're saying? Basically. All so right. So you can have a good, good go at that, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Jimmy Ball. Jimmy Ball is a big listener of the pod. So, Jimmy, I hope you heard Caitlin there. We have to break Newport's heart. I don't know how we do that, but we got to find a way to do that. And that's how we'll win. I mean, you Love don't it. have to, Jimmy. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> you can still be a gentleman, Jimmy. Gentleman Jim. Gentleman yeah. Jim. All right. <laughs> Gently break the, break Newport's heart. It's it's not you, Newport. It's me. Me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So, Caitlin, uh, like you said, we're going to have to be up for it as a club ourselves for the entire 180 minutes of the tie, um, especially at Rodney Parade in this first match. So what is your prediction for the upcoming match and the tie as a whole? What's your score prediction? I don't make score predictions. <laughs> oh, okay, just give us give us a prediction. I, I feel like, give us a prediction. Yeah. yeah, who's gonna win and why? 
obviously Newport County are going to win. <laughs> yes. right. Because imagine I said anything else. Um, yes. Fair enough. No, we, that's our credo too. We can't say anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Um, We've never predicted a loss since... or or a draw in the history of this podcast. We've never predicted a loss or a draw. No, you can't. Yeah, and we, we always play predict- in Man City. We're we're going to win. Yeah, we'll be playing Real Positively Madrid. realistic. Yeah. That's yeah. right. <laughs> uh, well, okay, we will wrap it up there, Caitlin. Uh, you can find Caitlin on Twitter at Kate, C-A-I-T, Bennett underscore, betraying her motherland again with no Ys in the Twitter handle. Um, <laughs> and where else can people find you, Caitlin? Um, I've got LinkedIn, but in terms of socials, yeah, Twitter is Twitter is the main Twitter's one the I place use to go. Uh, you know. Post, post my work and, you know, bang on about Newport County if that's what you're interested <laughs> Perfect. in. Perfect. Let's go. Well, Caitlin, this was awesome. Thank you so much for rocking with us. No, thanks, thanks for, for having up, me. You know, with our ignorance, uh, <laughs> thank you for getting us educated and hype for the game. <laughs> I wish you awful, terrible, the worst luck in the world in these playoffs, but I wish you best of luck next year in League Two. I hope you get promoted next year, and then we'll do this all again in two years. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just laugh that one off because <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, what most of our you... guests do. That's what most of our yeah. guests do. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much, though, Caitlin. This was Thanks, awesome. Caitlin. Really appreciate yeah. you. No, I've Thanks really enjoyed myself. Thank you for having me. Caitlin Bennett, aka CB. Shout out CB. Shout out to CB. Man. You know who you Shout are. C- Everyone knows CB. who CB is. Oh, man, Caitlin was awesome, man. Caitlin, you got us so excited. You got us so hyped for the match. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait. Cannot wait for Tuesday. Cannot wait for Sunday, Shimmy. So, man, Caitlin, though, for real, I really appreciate you guys, you uh, giving us your time, um, giving us your knowledge. Even though you kept things a little close to the vest uh, when we asked you about how we beat you, uh, I guess you're smart. You're smart. You knew that Jimmy Ball was a listener. You didn't want to reveal too much. Fair enough. <laughs> But, uh, man, Caitlin, that that was awesome. Really appreciate you, Caitlin. Thank you for coming on. Simple, ordinary, unembellished, unmistakable, crystal clear football. The League Two playoff shimmy get underway on Tuesday evening or Tuesday afternoon here in the States as one club, Newport County. Or county, county. How does new? How does Caitlin say? I love the way, uh, the Welsh way. Yeah, I love the way. Yeah, I can't can't do it county. justice. Newport, Newport county. Yeah. No. I, and I know Lewis I Thomas know. said it this way too. The Welsh, the Welsh accent. Yeah. I love it. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> However, Caitlin said it. Slash Lewis Thomas would say it. Uh, Newport County eyes third tier football for the first time in 34 years, and the other team, the mighty vegan Forest Green Rovers, attempt to break into the third tier for the first time ever. Newport Newport were last in the third division in 1987. Shimmy, two years before going bankrupt and being exiled from the league altogether, while Forest Green have spent all but the past four seasons of their long, storied 132-year existence in non-league football. Only gold difference separated fifth-place Newport from sixth-place Forest Green in the table. But the Exiles have given up a second-leg home advantage due to pitch renovation work at Rowdy Parade. Um, so generally, I think it's probably going to be a cagey one, Shimmy, based on history. Uh, League 2 playoff semifinal first leg generally don't produce a lot of goals. Uh, we got 1-0, 0-2, 1-1, 1-0, 0-0, 1-1 in the past six uh, first legs in League 2. And with Newport's excellent defense, 
and their attacking struggles and Forest Green's recent uptick in defensive sharpness. Uh, you would expect this one to not be much different um, than that. So, unfortunately, it's looking like not a lot of goals. Uh, Newport County have one of the best defenses in League 2, conceding just 42 goals in 46 regular season games. Um, and they have let in just three, only three goals in their final nine games, keeping six clean sheets in the process. So Newport are, are feisty, and especially feisty at home, as only Salford have more home shutouts than the Exiles this season. Uh, Forest Green have failed to score in their uh, in three of their past six games under Jimmy Ball. So, like I said, you'd expect a low-scoring KG affair. Um, let's talk about how the season went. Yeah, and also, yeah. Uh, I, I also, well, I also think, yeah, it's uh, you can view this as a cup tie almost, right? The playoffs. So mm-hmm. generally, those one-off games or those games decided over two matches tend to be very defensive affairs. Even when you look at Champions League, you look at other tournaments. So uh, yeah, I think you're spot on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so how the season went for both teams? Uh, quite similar, actually. We, we both have 73 points. And we got those points the exact same way. 23 wins for both of us, 13 draws for both of us, and 13 losses for both of us. Goal difference of 15 for them, 8 for us. Very even matchup on paper. But, Shimmy, we don't play games on paper, Shimmy. Except for tic-tac-toe, no. crosses and knots, as we will talk about later with Caitlin. But apart from that, crosses and knots. let's go. <laughs> apart from that, we, we don't play games on paper, Shimmy. Uh, both of us have very similar trajectories, too. Uh, we both just started out absolutely on fire, then hit some terrible runs of form, and then found our form again close to the end of the season. Um, Newport started just en fuego, Shimmy. They were on fire. They were yeah. outstanding. Then they, they were hit, up there. Yeah. They were there first for a while. Then they had a massive drop in the winter. They fell out of the playoffs, actually. And then in April, they got things back on track. Uh, on the four screen side, we started on fire. We slowed down a little bit in the winter and then had that terrible run of form in March and April. Mm. Winless in six, including a four-match losing streak. Uh, and then Dale Vince made the bold decision to sack Mark Cooper and appoint Jimmy Ball, who has got us back on track and kept us in the playoffs. So... What went wrong for both teams, Shimmy? Newport County's pitch is blamed for a lot of their problems, mm-hmm. but they also lost right. two key loanies in uh, in January, and they've not really had a reliable scoring threat all season. I think they have 24 different scores, including their goalkeeper, uh, but they've really struggled to score from open play. Um, what went wrong for us? Uh, losing Winchester and Kitching in that trans- in that January transfer window really hurt, and then we had injuries to key players, including Jamma, Jamil, Matt, um, and then yeah. also a manager. Let's not forget uh, Nicky Cadden as well, who was tearing it up on the left. Yeah, tricky Nicky Cadden. And then when we lost him, yeah, exactly, like his um, time out of the side also coincided with our big drop in mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, he was on fire in the beginning of the season too. Uh, and yeah, he, his injuries and then in, inability to get kind of back to full fitness, back to, back to the Nicky Cadden that we saw first half of the right. season has really hurt um and then you know ibu adams has been in and out with injuries with with various suspensions um <laughs> yeah and then you know missing missing key players too like white house like sweeney uh key veteran players like like those guys kills us uh, but anyway so so injury injuries have, have really hurt us uh and then kind of like newport we also have struggled to find a reliable scoring threat until recently shout out as aaron collins 
Anyway, on the plus side for both teams, Shimmy, while Newport have trouble scoring, they are very well organized under Michael Flynn. They are very tough to break down. One of the best defensive teams in the league. Consistently good also at keeping the ball, keeping possession. On the plus side for us, Shimmy, since Jimmy Ball took over, we have been so much better defensively, effectively earning four clean sheets in the last six matches. Technically only three, but I'm not counting Tranmere uh, because it was the 96-minute outstanding strike and against a 10-man side and we we already won that match so whatever i'm counting i'm counting that as a, as a clean sheet um <laughs> you're also trying to stick it to tranmere i know you're not right. the biggest tranmere that's right. Screw tranmere. any opportunity you get Screw right tranmere. that's right anyway <laughs> uh, and we also shout out some out shut out some outstanding attacking teams under ball uh oldham were second in the league oldham are second in league two and goal scored exeter are third in league two and goal scored we kept clean sheets against both of them uh, and another big positive is that we just have we have a much higher ceiling than Newport. We have better quality players. Uh, Newport probably have the higher floor. They're a bit more consistent, but we've got the higher ceiling. We've got so much talent, so much magic on this team. We're capable of scoring goals out of nowhere with players like Aaron, Collins, Odin, Bailey, Young, Jake Young, Josh, Davison, and more. Who knows, Shimmy? Doesn't mean we will, but we have the potential in a way that Newport does not shimmy. And it's also kind of funny because it seems like our great potential, although, you know, with the exception of Jam, who's unfortunately out through his injury, but it seems like we've taken a lot of really great Newport County talent yeah. and then integrated it into our squad, yes. and that's who's helping us to our success this season. Yeah, shout out Jamma, shout out Aaron <laughs> Collins. You're, you're exactly right. Uh, so reasons for optimism here, Shimmy. XG expected goals. We both love some expected goals, Shimmy. So if you look at the last six matches and you compare our XG versus Newport's, things are looking good for us, Shimmy. Uh, Newport's average XG over the last six matches is rough. 0.694 compared to 0.87 against. So they have a lost the XG battle over the last six. So while they've been they've managed to, to get some good results, it could be argued maybe they're a little bit lucky. Um, maybe a little clinical with their with the, with their, you know, taking chances, but I'm going to go with Lucky Shimmy. Anyway, on our end, okay. Shimmy, our XG are excellent uh, in the Jimmy Ball era in the last six matches ever since Shimmy took over. 1.654, 1.16 against, and Aaron Collins is on fire in our last two matches. Shimmy, he has been just yeah, boy. dominant. Our whole team has been dominant in the last two matches. Um, so, And if you look at Newport's last two, they drew against a relegated South End on a second half Mickey Dimitriou goal. Um, and then they beat... He's a defender, right? He's yeah, a defender. Yep. <laughs> and then they beat... Like I said, everybody scores on Newport. They don't have a yeah, consistent yeah, threat, <laughs> even the goalkeeper. Uh, and, <laughs> and then uh, the week before that, they beat champion Cheltenham 1-0, which looks good on paper, but you got to remember, that match was... That's, that's the match that happened after Cheltenham secured, secured promotion. Uh, so they were like partying all week, drinking beers all week. Like I don't think you can put a lot of stock in that in that victory. Yeah, but uh, the the goalkeeper goal that Newport County scored was against Cheltenham early in the season, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. So at least we have that over there. At least we have not given up a goalkeeper goal from the opposition right. this this season. So even though Cheltenham won League Two, secured automatic promo promotion, was partying the past week, like <laughs> you said. We have that on them. That's right. And if you ask me at the beginning of the season, <laughs> if you're like, hey, Nathan, yeah. do you want Forrest Green to win the league or do you want to not get a goalkeeper to score a goal against you? I'll take the not keep the goalkeeper to score a goal against me any day of the week. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I would much Including rather have that Tuesday. than win the league. 
including a Tuesday. <laughs> uh, so let's do a quick quick match recap um, of, of our two matches. Looking back, first match at home ended 1-1. We probably deserved a win in that one. Uh, penalty, we, we dominated possession. We had better chances. Penalty and stoppage time in the first half gave Newport the lead. JAMA equalized against his old club in the 76th minute. Second match away in the mud pit of Rodney Parade. Newport controlled possession, dominated possession really, but we took our chances with an excellent Josh Davidson goal and a JAMA penalty. Um, odds makers, Shimmy, are favoring Newport. Experts are picking Newport. Everyone. Everyone. Air quotes. Everyone's all over Newport, Shimmy. That's right, air quotes around experts. <laughs> but everyone's picking Newport. Everyone's sleeping on us, Shimmy. They're sleeping on us. And I love it, Shimmy. Sleep on us all day you want. They think Jimmy Ball is a wild card. They think FGR is a wild card. And it is a wild card, but it's a wild card. I would bet on Shimmy. What do you think, Shimmy? Newport started out so well. And I think they pulled off the great escape staying in the English Football League, you know, a few seasons back. Um, and so I think people bank on their resilience and that they can make it. And so they did great, just like we've done great to you know right the ship towards the end so we could get into the playoff so I, I understand why people are uh bullish on newport county but we are bullish on our forest green road because from everything that you said right um you know bar the fact that we had a lot of personnel changes i just uh, get the feeling that if we had to boil you know these thousand words down into a picture it would be the meme of the two Spider-Men pointing at each other. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think this is just well, it's going to be a well-contested match. Like, it's even. Yeah. We, we both have Collinses on our squad, yes. right? As, as a brother Derby. on Newport County. Derby. Yeah, there you go. So maybe the, the two, yeah, the Darby. So the two folks underneath the, uh, you know, uh, the Spider-Man masks are the Collins brothers pointing <laughs> at each other. But, uh, yes. <laughs> but man, I'm just super excited. And I think it's going to be even. It's going to be cagey. It's going to yeah. be gritty. We know what it was like in Newport County at Rodney Parade earlier, um, but we did learn from Caitlin that maybe the ground is in better condition, but I'm just really looking forward to a well-contested tie. Yeah, yeah. I think a few things there. First, I think one of the reasons that everyone's backing Newport, I think it's because uh, the pitch was blamed for a lot of their struggles, and now the pitch is back. Mm. People are thinking Newport is going to be back. Um, but... Man, I think we got the momentum for whatever that's worth. And I think you're right. I think it's going to be a gritty, gritty, grafty, if that's a word in the UK. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> but definitely going to be a gritty match, I think. And if it comes down to that, who's the grittiest team or the graftiest team? I back us every single day of the week. Uh, and like you said, it's going to be the Collins Brothers Derby, which is going to be so fun to watch. And I think <laughs> that's the key, man. I think Azza is the key here. Statman has been saying that for a few weeks now. So in our opinion, you know, our defense, our defense has been outstanding lately, and they, and I think they're going to continue to do so. So to me, the question here is, is and the key here is Hazza on the attack, and man, I back him, Shimmy, I back him. I'm going one nil in this first leg to the Rovers with an Aaron Collins goal, a gritty goal, a gritty hustle, classic Aaron Collins chase down goal. What do you got, Shimmy? Yeah, same, same. Like, I think it's going to be cagey. Goals will be tough to come by. And just like in a cup competition, almost, right? That same sort of thing where you get that decisive moment of quality. I feel like Aaron Collins is going to come through. Azza. We as want Azza to show up more of his dance moves. Azza, yeah, Azza, 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 Azza,
One nil, yeah, one, one nil, nil to the Rovers. So that makes after, two nil, baby. If you add time. our scores up, that's two nil. Two nil to the Rovers <laughs> is the official Heaven's Devils prediction. Let's go with two goals from Azza, one from me and one from Shum. Come on, damn it! Let me hear your whore yell. Ball! All right, Shimmy, let's close out there, brother. Let's close out there, Shimmy. Yeah. How are we feeling? Are we feeling good? What a time to be alive. Like one of my favorite podcasts that's out there. I had to just repeat the title. But yes. no, man, just feeling super excited for this week, like we've been saying all podcast episodes. You know, um, we, this is our chance. We could do it. And so we, we have the hope. And even again, you know, we don't know what's going to happen on Tuesday other than a 1-0 victory for us. But, uh, you know, over two legs, anything can happen. It could be a lot of drama, a lot of excitement. This is the way you want your season to end. Just uh, so happy to be a part of it. Let's go. Let's go, Shimmy. Well, let's roll out there then, Shimmy. Shout out to Statman Chris Latham, a.k.a. Liss Kratham. Clatham? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we'll goalkeeping we'll phenom, Liris Kathan. Goalkeeping phenom slash cameraman <laughs> uh, ragman slash BBC Gloss third, third commentator slash ESPN, whatever. Uh, shout out Chris Latham. Anyway, shouts to Caitlin Bennett, the real Caitlin Bennett, our Caitlin Bennett, Newport County Caitlin Bennett. Not Spell it correctly with a C. Spell it correctly, yes. folks. Whatever the opposite of a shout out is to Gun Girl. Um, <laughs> shout out to Kath Barbadaro. What a time to be alive. Kath <laughs> Barbadaro. Yeah. Kath Barbadaro. Let's go. <laughs> Shout out to you, Shimmy. Shout out to me. Shout out to Forest Green Rovers. Oh, my God. It's playoff season. Shout out to playoff season, baby. We're so excited. Jimmy Ball. Yeah. Shout out to Jimmy Ball. Jimmy Let's Ball go. season. Playoff season. Promotion season. season. All the Let's seasons. Go. Shout out to Francisco Lindor. Let's go, <laughs> Shimmy. Let's go. All right, Shimmy. Let's wrap it up there, brother. Up the vegan Rovers. Up the vegan Rovers. We are FGR. And you know we got him. We got him. Praise him. Praise Dale, brother, baby. Dale, yeah, brother. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Appreciate you all. Up the Green Rovers, baby. Vegan Rovers, peace. Peace. Later.